0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here, and still on the road, so I'm still, like I said, pre-recording these, but, uh, you know, like I said, if again, if a bomb drops, I will be talking about it as soon as I'm able to start recording again, but... In artificial intelligence news, and let's talk about this, AI is set to detect, quote, violations of social norms, end quote. Now, this is an article by Lucas Ropec, excuse me, of Gizmodo. And I think this is actually a rather important one. And it's in part because of who's funding it, because this new research is being funded by the Pentagon. And it suggests that artificial intelligence can scan and analyze blocks of text to discern whether humans, the humans who wrote it have done something wrong or not. That's right. This is interesting. Now, the paper written by two researchers at Ben-Gurion University leverages predictive models that can analyze messages for what they call social norm violations. To do this, researchers use chat GPT-3, version 3, along with a method of data parsing known as zero-shot text classification to identify broad categories of quote-unquote norm violations in text messages. The researchers break down the purpose of this like this, and I quote directly, as I've been paraphrasing Lucas Ropek, but these are the researchers, and I quote directly, while social norms and their violations have been intensively studied in psychology and the social sciences, the automatic identification of social norms and their violation is an open challenge that may be highly important For several projects, it is an open challenge because we first have to identify the features slash signals slash variables indicating that a social norm has been violated. For example, arriving at your office drunk and dirty is a violation of a social norm among the majority of working people. However, quote unquote, teaching the machine slash computer that such behavior is a norm violation is far from trivial, end quote. Now, of course, Obviously, the difficulty with this premise is that the norms are different depending on who you are and where you're from. Maybe, you, I don't know, you report to an office where everybody's drunk and that's totally cool. There you go. You got some madman thing going on in 2023. No idea, but but you get what you get. What Lucas Ropek is saying here. Researchers claim, however, that while various cultures, values, and customs may differ, human responses to breaking them are fairly consistent. And that I think is a really important point because the report notes as as I quote directly again, the researchers, while social norms may be cultural specific, and cover numerous informal rules, how people respond to norm violation through evolutionary grounded social emotions may be much more general and provide us with cues for the automatic identification of norm violation. The results of this project support uh, support the important role of social emotions in signaling norm violation and point to their future analysis and in use in understanding and detecting norm violation." End quote. Now, the researchers ultimately concluded that a, quote, constructive strategy for identifying the violation of social norms is to focus on a limited set of social emotions signaling the violation, end quote, namely guilt and shame. So, In other words, the scientists wanted to use artificial intelligence to understand whether a mobile user might be feeling bad about something that they've done. To do this, they generated their own, quote, synthetic data, end quote, via chat GPT, and then leveraged zero-shot text classification to train predictive models that could, quote, automatically identify social emotions, end quote, in that specific data set. The hope, they say, is that the model of analysis can be pivoted to automatically scan text histories for signs of misbehavior. Now, I think this is absolutely interesting here, uh, you know, but but, um, I mean, imagine an artificial intelligence that could simply, you know, you walk into the office and you're like, oh, I had a flat tire, you know, and, and you know, boom, you you make some tick, some tell, some something, uh, you know, and the artificial intelligence is like, liar, he's a liar, he's a liar, he didn't have a flat tire, and sure enough, I didn't, maybe I just slept in, <laughs> you know, like, w- w- whatever that is, that's what we're talking about. Now, I don't know how that's going to work in society, and the reason why I say that is we lie Constantly, I actually talked about this uh, uh, pretty extensively in my first uh, TED Talk, a little bit of my second TED Talk. But the but the point of this is simply that 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 we lie multiple times a day, and sometimes it's lying to ourselves, like yes, I can you know beat Usain Bolt as I'm running the hundred meter. There's no way my fat butt is ever going to be able to do that, and that's fine. I'm not built like Usain Bolt, you know what I mean. But we also lie to deflect blame. We lie for many other reasons. Whether that's good or bad, I'm not passing judgment on that but, but some aspects of lying can, can be, and psychologists have agreed with that, can be considered healthy, whether it's just psyching yourself up, you know, you're nervous, you know, from jumping out of an airplane saying, I absolutely can do this. This is going to be great. And then you jump out of the plane and you're screaming all the way down, you know, but, but you at least lied to yourself to the point where you could get out of the airplane. And so there you go. I think this is an interesting one. We're going to see where this goes, but, but basically if we're all walking around being scrutinized by lie detectors, uh, you know, simply because, you know what, nobody needs to know, I just had a really bad morning. And so everybody's going to know I had a flat tire. I think that's a perfectly acceptable norm. I really do. And and, and I don't need to know your 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 horrible, god awful, whatever happened to you this morning, if that's private to you, if you don't want to share it, you don't have to, you know, and so okay, great, you know, or you can simply say, you know what, I just I had a morning, I don't want to talk about it, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But some people will immediately go to just, you know, I'm just going to diffuse this by saying I had a flat tire, everybody will feel sympathy and leave me the hell alone. So i I, I don't know what the norm is here, but i but I think it's an important one to understand now. Lucas Ropeck of Gizmodo, like I said, paraphrasing very heavily here, also made the statement, and I think this is an interesting one, that somewhat unsettling, this research is being funded by DARPA. Now, if you don't know who DARPA is, they're Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. They were founded in 1958. They've been at the forefront of U.S. military research. They are basically looking for those innovations that essentially will give uh, the United States an advantage on the battlefield or improve its warfighting capability. And so there you go. Take that for what it's worth, and they are they are uh, funding funding this out of Ben-Gurion University, which I think is in Israel, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, Yeah, because Ben-Gurion, I think, was one of the original Israeli prime ministers, if I'm remembering. And please, if you're in Israel, correct me. But there you go. So that is your news of the day. Uh, I found that one to be interesting and important. So thanks again to Lucas Ropek of Gizmodo. And let's keep rolling. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at NickAESP. And also Threads. I Yes, I have to mention Threads. And YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.